Hey everybody, this is Charles Hain for May 9th, 2019. This is the Week in Film Tech. We got tech news stories to talk about, and then we have a Hey Professor, where somebody is asking me about what do I use to download footage on set, which I think is a great question. top story this week is Timelapse Plus has come out with a plugin for Lightroom, which is a very exciting development from Timelapse Plus. Timelapse Plus went out and they made a hardware device called the Timelapse Plus View, which plugs into your camera and gives you a little like preview screen of what time-lapse is being shot, and it gives you a whole bunch of very sophisticated controls for shooting your time-lapses. Now, if you've worked on a very normal time-lapse that is like it's a lunchtime time lapse. I'm shooting one scene and it's like over a course of an hour and the light doesn't change that much. You're, you're not worrying about changing your settings. You're all good. You're fine. You don't worry about it. The time lapse plus view was really designed in order to give filmmakers the ability to control like dynamic aperture changes, night to day time lapses, all of that stuff that requires a whole lot of very conscious management. The time lapse plus view is designed to really ensure that you're able to take advantage of all the features your camera offers, really preview what's going on and make sure you're making all those changes. And it's a super nice little handy piece of hardware that plugs into the camera for giving you that kind of control. Timelapse Plus has now come out with Studio, which is their uh, plug-in for Lightroom. And the whole purpose of this is if you've ever tried to process a time-lapse before and you don't have a very powerful camera, you uh, have probably run into the situation where it takes a lot of bandwidth because, you know, we're talking about 4K and 8K video, but often you have these like massive still files. And especially if you're shooting still raw, those can be very processor intensive. And you want to be able to do it all in Lightroom where you have access to the full raw features that Lightroom offers if you shot in raw, which is going to give you more flexibility to manipulate things in post. If your color balance was off and things like that, you can push it a little further working in raw, but you can't do that in Resolve. Resolve is great for all the video raw formats. But for still raw formats, it's not going to be there for you. You're going to want to do that in Lightroom. And so Timelapse Plus Studio is going to give you the ability to keyframe your changes. So you're like, oh, all right, well, my white balance is wrong at dawn. But then by noon, my white balance was right. So I can change my white balance at dawn and it doesn't ripple and change everywhere else. It keyframes and interpolates between those changes. So you're going to get a whole lot of flexibility in your raw processing within Lightroom that you weren't normally going to be able to get. And this is going to work whether or not you use their hardware. So you use their hardware, great. If you didn't use their hardware, it's still going to open up a whole bunch of more powerful tools from within Lightroom for manipulating your raw images. This is really nice. There are, there are dedicated time-lapse processing software out there. What's nice about this is we all know Lightroom at this point. I mean, most of us know Lightroom, especially if you're doing a lot of still photo stuff. It's a ubiquitous tool. And it's always nice for someone to be like, hey, why don't we use this ubiquitous tool and extend its functionality, make it so you can take the thing you're already using and use it more robustly rather than having to learn a new tool from scratch, right? I keep meaning it has been in my to-do list to learn a new raw processing software for the last year, and I keep bumping it to later because I know Lightroom and it works well. And, you know, I'll read some forum post about like, you should be using this software because it's going to offer this benefit. And I keep thinking, I really need to do that. And I ever do because we all know Lightroom. And so I'm really excited personally about the fact that we're going to have more power for functionality and flexibility from within Lightroom for manipulating our time lapses, especially time lapses with dynamic lighting changes. What's also nice about it is the, and this is actually probably its biggest feature, Time Lapse Plus Studio offers a live preview. Or live is the wrong word, but you can play a preview from within Lightroom to see how the work you're doing is. 
So you don't have to like render it out and then bring it into a video program to watch it. You can look at all your changes. You can look at your keyframes and you can press play and you can see how it's looking and it gives you that preview before you do the full resolution render out. So I think this is going to be a really exciting tool set that's seen Lightroom. And I'm very excited that we got it from Timelapse Plus. The next piece of news this week is download company Hedge, right? We all know Hedge. We talked about Hedge two weeks ago. Hedge bought PostLab. Uh, Hedge, obviously, they're a company that down, they're downloading software on set. You got your laptop open, you're downloading footage. You can obviously use Finder, but the problem with Finder is Finder doesn't give you a 100% sure copy. Finder copies bit for bit, but if it gets a bit wrong, it doesn't check itself, right? On set, you want to be sure you're getting the most accurate and robust download you possibly can, and that's when we use a checksum verification. Checksum verification creates a hash file from your original file, and then it runs It runs an algorithm to create that hash, and then it makes a copy, and it runs that same algorithm on your copy. And if your copy creates the same hash as your original, you know it's copied perfectly. If the hash is different, you know that at least one bit is different, and you want to recopy. This is checksum verification. You're checking the sum. There's a lot of different flavors and formats to do that. You can do it within Resolve. There's other options. But Hedge is a dedicated checksum verification tool for Mac where you can download from your card to a multiple cards. One of their favorite features from Hedge is that they have this feature where we've all done this. You're shooting on set. You shoot, shoot, shoot. You download. You put the card back in. You forget to format. And then you shoot like another 20 minutes of footage or whatever. And then you're like, oh, no. I don't want to download the whole 100 gig card again. I only have 10 new gigs. Hedge will automatically detect that you've already downloaded some and only download the new stuff. Very nice feature. It lets you be much more confident that you've successfully downloaded your footage so you can format your card and keep shooting. Obviously, as soon as you've downloaded, you want to format your card, but we all make mistakes. It's going to be the only time I reference Game of Thrones this week, but obviously a coffee cup made it into a scene. Everybody makes mistakes. Hedge is software that helps you look out for that. So... Hedge bought PostLab. Hedge has now rolled out a whole bunch of new Frame.io integration. They're taking advantage of the fact that Frame.io has built-in watch features, watch folders, built-in a very fast uploader to the AWS Amazon Web Services cloud that Frame.io lives on, and they are integrating with Frame.io so that you can be downloading. And you got your little laptop, you put in your SD card into a card reader, or if you have the older, cooler MacBook right into the slot, it downloads and you can automatically set it up where it's downloading to Frame.io and a local hard drive. And it's going to run check some verification on the whole party, which is super cool. You know, I need to check. Hey, Hedge, if you listen to this, reach out and tell me if it also checks and verifies the copy on Frame.io because it should. But what's nice about that is that this is going to speed up set to post workflow. Because Frame.io is now really well integrated into Resolve. You can open it up as a hard drive in Resolve, start dragging clips into the timeline and editing from it. Like, there's all of that kind of robust functionality coming in. By being able to, like, use Hedge on set and it's automatically going to a hard drive in Frame.io, you don't have to click anything else. And then your editor, other side of the town, other side of the country, sees those clips start appearing in their Resolve media pool because there's a Frame.io drive in Resolve and they're dragging it into a timeline. It's a much faster process, and I think it's a really interesting, robust one. It's also really interesting to watch Frame.io move away from end of the process, right? Frame.io spent a lot of time really at the end, really focused on like final approvals, work in progress review. Frame.io is now moving closer to Daily's capture. They're moving to the beginning of the process, which is a really smart move for them. I have a, a lot of respect for it. I think it's going to be a really interesting move as Frame.io moves that direction. Now on the flip side, I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, I think they got to get a little more price competitive to make Daily's appealing to somebody like me. I'm willing to pray for Frame.io right now for final approvals, right? I think I'm on the, on the 30 a month plan. 
uh, and I use it all the time for final approvals, and it's totally worth it for that. But, like, I can't add a second person who can upload videos. Only I can upload videos. I can have other collaborators, but they can't upload stuff. And I think the price point, if they want to move on dailies, I don't know that I'm going to use this dailies functionality because I don't know that I'm willing to pay the expense that it would offer. Like, for right now, downloading to a hard drive and taking it to the post house doesn't seem like that big a hassle. And dailies is going to cost a lot of money with FrameIO because they charge for file size. So I think that they need to figure out some sort of, like, pricing structure knowing dailies is coming. I also think, and I say this every time I ever talk about FrameIO, give me academic pricing. I mean, not for me, but for my students, I would really love an academic pricing tier. Um, obviously, FrameIO, you got to know in business. And full disclosure, I also wrote for their workflow guide and blog for them sometimes. I like all of them, but... That doesn't mean I can't frequently say academic pricing for students would be super great because I think it really would be. Or for institutions like a whole film school. Regardless, the news that kicked all this off was Hedge and FrameIO integration, which I think really tells us a lot about where FrameIO is trying to go. And I think it's going to be very interesting when it gets there. Finally, last up, and this is a question from Twitter. Charles, do you use Hedge or Shotput? And that was a really interesting question. Thank you, Twitter. You can always ask me anything you want on Twitter at Charles Hain. And uh, I actually use Shotput. I like Hedge. I've tested Hedge. Habits are hard to change until there's a clear defining vision. I also really like Pomfort. Pomfort has a whole lot more tools than Shotput and Hedge. Shotput and Hedge are very much like, I'm going to help you manage your data. Pomfort has like Silverstack for managing data and LiveGrade for managing live grading of data and all sorts of other tools. And Pomfort is really aiming at like studio and high-end TV. But you should know about Pomfort, P-O-M-F-O-R-T, because they're really aiming at all of that stuff. And I think it's a really like smart, sophisticated move on their part that they're doing that. And they're really aiming at the top end. And then there's always been sort of shot put for everybody else. And because I happen to own a Shotput license, I got in the habit of using it. I, got, I started using Shotput before Hedge was even a thing. And Shotput is very focused on you want to be sure your data is copied and backed up properly, and that is all. Shutput is great for that. Resolve also has a backup and clone tool, but in my experience, it's a little slow. Checksum verification, which we talked about earlier, is a slow process. Resolves is not the fastest. Uh, you also don't really get reports out of it, whereas Shotput gives you more r robust reports. There's also a free Mac app that lets you use checksum verification in the terminal. I think it's called Checksum Verify but I never really do that. I'm open to Hedge. I'm thinking about switching to Hedge. I like the graphical user interface. But, you know, habits are hard to change, and data backup habits are very hard to change. Because if you have something that has been working for you successfully and you've delivered projects on it, it's very hard to take a swing at a new thing. I have no reluctance to Hedge. I think Hedge is great. I will probably be trying Hedge out on some projects because I really like their robust acquisition strategy. I think they're making smart moves. And acquisitions, but I'm still using Shopput because habits and software take a long time to change. Going back to the top story of the day, time lapse plus and getting me out of Lightroom. All right, so this has been the week in film tech. This has been Charles Hain. Subscribe to me wherever you subscribe to podcasts. There's a variety of places you do it. You can sign up for our mailing list at weekinfilmtech.com where I will send you links to articles for all of the things I talked about this week. And I will see you guys next week on May 16th with all sorts of new tech news, gear stories, all of that good stuff. And if Game of Thrones makes some sort of other big, dramatic, technical error, we will have to mention Game of Thrones three weeks in a row. All right, everybody, have fun making movies. Music.